Hey, honey, how you doing? I'm blessed. How are you? Man, I'm on fire, dude. I don't know about <laughs> you. Man, today, I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, first, my name is Jason. And I'm Rachel. And welcome to Jay. And Ray. PBNJ. Comfort, Comfort food, food for, for the soul. soul. And I'm just telling you, we are having a day. I mean, uh, I, I would tell you that when you, when you get through some hurdles and things just start happening, I'm, I'm like, okay, you gotta say some entity out there does not want us to give you the word and that we're trying to get out tonight <laughs> that we're trying we're just, to get out tonight we're trying it's to just, get out genesis we're trying to get out the beginning <laughs> the beginning however the beginning is the most important part because once you get the beginning and you have the understanding of how awesome our creator is and how awesome it is for you to be here in particular it, it kind of makes an unstoppable train and, and you know what I, I believe that when when you when you when you start digging into the word, which is the living word, and when we talk about God, we're talking about Yahweh, and Rachel's going to explain that about Yahweh. Okay, so we'll just right out the gate before we ever get into anything. So, right. um, through the years, through the centuries, we've lost um, God's actual name, Jesus's actual name. Um, it's two of the big ones. Well, everybody's name in here is wrong, but. The most important parts would be to say is that God and Jesus. So okay. God in Hebrew was Yahweh. Yes, sir. Okay. And then Jesus Christ was Yeshua HaMashiach. Hamashiach. So the the best thing you can do is start by trying to get their names correct. Because I know I like being called by my correct name and it has a lot more effect than saying, hey, 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 hey. Right. You know, kind of thing. And, what we're, and please understand we're not trying to confuse anybody. No, this is oh. this is a really easy, quick it, research on just, that one if you wanted to. Just, you could find somebody that is of the Jewish faith right now and ask them, be like, hey, in Hebrew, what's God's name? And Yahweh. they would tell you, Yahweh. Right. Um, and they've been using that for years. And just those of us who aren't of that faith, who are who are Christians. Um, Christ followers. Yeah, and they even know the name of Jesus Christ because they believe that he was a person and a prophet. They just don't believe he was the son of God, but that's irrelevant that's, to our conversations. Point is, is that... Those names were in the Dead Sea Scrolls. They were not translated over to anything. We can obviously pronounce them, so why not use them? And just to let you know, we are going to be covering uh, in the King James Version of the Bible. Mm -hmm. And so if you have a Bible, um, King James Bible, of course, you, you'll be able to follow right along with us very easily. If you're using another version of the Bible, so some of the scriptures are not going to be translated exactly the same. And in some Bibles, they don't even have all the same scriptures that we've got in the King James Version. So you, that'll be where you get your confusion. So the verbiage will be a little bit different altered through each publication. Right. And so if not, use Bible Hub on your phone. Hey, just so, just so you can follow along with us, you know, just in case, we, again, we don't want to confuse anybody. And... So if you if you would like to open up to Genesis, uh, we're going to be covering chapter one and parts of chapter two, verses one and three. And we're going to we're going to dig into uh, day one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yep. And and kind of like go over how this word right here interacts with us and our lives and how it it. It, it, how it is a living word and how we integrate it in our lives. And hopefully through us, you can see how you can integrate it in We're yours. We're already answer a couple of questions too. We're definitely going to try to do that. So With Genesis, just with the first, very first chapter of Genesis, you can already answer some of those odd questions that are out there that maybe people are not getting correct. 
So. so with that said, lady first. All right. In the beginning, Yahweh created the heaven and the earth. And in the earth, the earth was without form and void. And the darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the spirit of Yahweh moved upon the face of the waters. And Yahweh said, let there be light. And there was light. And Yahweh saw the light and it was good. And he divided the light from the darkness. And Yahweh called the day, the light day and the darkness night. And the evening and the morning were the first day. Oh. So already, in the in what we're getting out this is the evening to the morning. That's what you want to draw the attention to is the okay. evening and the morning. Okay. So, um, God said we start in darkness and end in the light. Okay. So it was the evening and the morning of the first day. And our days go, we get up in the morning in the light and we go to the darkness. So your spiritual life, just like the way God started the world, is started in darkness and comes into the light. So as you seek more, read more, believe more, get further into your faith from the darkness, you will come out into the light. You will come out to see, know, and understand more than you did when you were sitting in the dark. So what you're saying is we're, we're born in sin, and when we, when we find the life of, of Christ we're, we're, and start following and start reading scripture, we will start seeing that, seeing the light within the word of, of Yahweh, word of God. Well, I don't particularly like saying we're born in sin. Okay. It just seems harsh to think of a baby that way. But we are sinful by nature. Okay. And we have to be trained up. And the further you come to it, the better of an understanding you will have and the more peace you will have with yourself. Doesn't mean more peace you'll have with the world because it's a crazy place. Everybody's got free will, but more peace you'll have within yourself. So we're all under construction. Absolutely, yes. Hey, some it's uh, not a bad thing. You know, being under construction, just like if you're working with a piece of clay or trying to create a pot or a vase, you you have to start with pretty much nothing. nothing. And mm -hmm. so, just like the beginning, you know, there was nothing. So we're going to create. We're going to start to create this, this shell, which we're going to go into the firmament. And Yahweh said, let there be a firmament in the midst of the water and let it divide the waters from the waters. And Yahweh made the firmament and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament. And it was so. And Yahweh called the firmament heaven and the evening and the morning were the second day. So as we're creating this vase, this this shell, mm -hmm. okay, we are dividing what's going on. So let's say the anointing of God, or or as a baby is getting ready to uh, form the fetus, it has a shell over it to protect it from the outside elements. Okay. Am I wrong or? How much of an how deep of an anatomy lesson are you trying to get into? Hey, you can go as far as you want because some people may be advanced. I, please educate me. I'm not trying to go there, but I was just going to say what I think you're getting with is, is you have the embryo. Okay. And around the embryo would be the amniotic fluid and sac. Okay. So and then you've got the uterus. Okay. And then you've got layers of mud. There's all kinds of layers that are going to come all the way through there. We got tissues and muscles and fat and then skin. Okay. So you got a lot of layers getting down to that little bit tiny place. So there's a lot of protection for that. Okay, so pretty much what you're saying is with that protection from all the elements, right, we are 
creating a firmament. Ah, huh, huh, huh? Reaching? Am I reaching? You're stretching. Well, you know what? I'm trying. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Okay, and Yahweh said, Let the waters under the heaven be gathered together into one place, and let the dry land appear. And it was so. And Yahweh called the dry land earth, and the gathering together of the waters he called seas. And God saw that it was good. And Yahweh said, Let the earth bring forth grass and herb yielding seeds and the fruit tree yielding fruit after its kind whose seeds in itself upon the earth and it was so and the earth brought forth grass and herb yielding seeds after its kind and the tree yielding fruits after those that was in itself and after its kind and god saw that it was good and the morning and the evening and the morning were the third day tongue twister la, 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 la. so so after we now create this firmament and and as we're um, dividing the lands and the earth and the grass is growing, the herbs growing and and seeds and all this stuff is growing, we are developing um, we are developing. You know, does that make sense? We're 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 starting to come out of 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 something that was Well God's setting up a perfect establishment. Right. So he created our, our little bubble that we're going to be in. And he put stars and stuff in the heavens. And he put the, well, no, he hasn't set the sun and the moon yet. No. I'm going to shush, shush, shush. Not yet, not yet. Not yet, not yet. Not yet. So we, are, we have trees and grass and fruits and things that are going. And an apple tree is going to be an apple tree. And a pear tree is going to be a pear tree. And the grass is going to be the grass. Okay. Go ahead, honey. And you always said... Let the lights in the firmament of the heavens to divide the day from the night and let them be for signs and seasons and for days and for years. And let them be and let them be for the lights in the firmament of heaven to give light upon the earth. And it was so. And God made two great lights, the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night. And he also made the stars and he always set them in the firmament of heaven to give light upon the earth and to rule over the day and over the night, and to divide the light from the darkness. And Yahweh saw it was good, and the evening and the morning were the fourth day. So right here, I, I, and Rachel had been discussing about the signs and the seasons, um, the days and the years. Mm -hmm. and, I, and it goes back to what we very said in the very first thing he said, mm -hmm. and the evening and the morning of the first day. So if the stars and stuff in the heavens were to be the signs for our days and our seasons and things of that nature, our day in particular, then we should be able to look up at the stars and tell what day we're on. Correct? You should be able to. And what is a better object in the heavens other than the moon? You talking about the sun? No, I'm talking about the moon to tell me what day I'm on. Okay. So because the moon goes by... Phases, right? Every right. night you look at the sky, the moon should be in a different phase, yes? Yes. It's either slightly coming or slightly going, yep. right? Full moon, new moon. Half moon, quarter moon, crescent moon. So, so. Right, so I should be able to tell what day of the week I'm on by the, by the moon, except for I go by this ugly calendar called a Gregorian calendar, and it's got these days of the week on there and, and months of the year that don't coincide with what God just set into motion, and he's literally telling you this is my calendar for you right. guys right here. Signs. It's for everything. It can tell you what time of year it is. Seasons. Yep. 
It's going to tell you what season you're in, what time it is, literally. Right. By the shifting of the stars and by that one big ball star, you know, that's in there for the sun. But most importantly, it's going to help you with keeping up with what day um, your rest day is on. Okay. Okay. So you're going to look above for your days of rest. Mm. You're not going to look at the calendar because it's not right. Because some months have 30 days, some have 28 days, some have 31 days. It's, 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 a, it's a mess. And well, every day of the week is named after a different god, and every month of the year is also named after a different god. So I wonder why is that so? I mean, I, I mean, I think was it the Romans uh, that it's the Romans, the Romans that had that yeah. decided to make this happen. Hmm? Mm. They're the ones that put this into motion, which seemed like a really good idea, and the world runs off of it now. So it's very interesting how that happened too. Right. Um, because before that, everybody ran off of what you could see literally which was the moon's going to phase and the stars shift. Anybody that does any, you know, amateur astrology can be like, oh, well, I know when you can see Venus and I know when you can see this planet and this planet and this planet, right, in the sky. Mm -hmm. They come out and they're visible at different times of the year for different locations. Cool. But every year on from this time to this time, this is in the sky. And every year from this time to this time, this constellation is sitting in this part of the sky. So that would tell you what month you're in by what constellation you can see. Okay, um, and by what planet's passing through, but you would know what day of the month one, two, three, four, five, six, seven by where the moon's at in its phases, not in the sky, but like you know, right? Yeah, we're tracking. Okay, and God said, Let the waters bring forth abundantly the moving creatures from the half life and the fowl um, that may fly above the earth in the open firmament of heaven. And God created great wells and every living creature that moveth, which the waters brought forth abundantly after their kind, and every winged fowl after his kind. And God saw it was good, and God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the waters in the seas, and let the fowl multiply in the earth. And the evening and the morning were the fifth day. So... A lot of birds are flying around. Caw, caw. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was also going to say, so this is a good opportunity to be, for the science buffs that are out there, you know, most kids went through high school and they heard about the Big Bang Theory. That's what's taught. Ba-boom. Big ba-boom, which cast everything out into our solar system, which set all of our stars, moons, suns, everything, mm -hmm. and then created the Earth and put us in this great spot around the star, and from a swamp in Africa okay, came fish and then eventually came birds and then out of the water crawled up something with legs so there was our creepy crawly things upon the earth okay and from that came beasts bigger beasts and then from that came man walking out there it was amazing to me now how science got this that from that came all this diversity of animal but only one of us that, that one's pretty interesting. I don't, I don't know how that happened. That doesn't seem quite like Darwin thought that one all the way through before he cooked that one out. Um, but science, in that way, aligns with the, what the Bible had 5,000 years before they ever came up with that notion. So you're saying science proved? or? Oh, science totally proved. They either proved or they cheated out of the Bible. I mean, it's, it's one way or the other. They could have just cheated from the Bible and been like, well, that sounds, that sounds accurate, so 
Uh, I'm going to make mine something like that. Let me make my notes close to this one. Yes, because my, everything that I have is a theory. My hypothesis is. I can dig through this Bible and I can't find lies. I can dig through science and find a whole bunch of, well, we're not really sure. We're just guessing. Is that hope in one hand? And, wait a minute. So, go ahead, honey. So, read it. Go ahead. And Yahweh said, let the earth bring forth living creatures after its kind, cattle and creeping things, and beasts of the earth after its kind. And it was so. And Yahweh made the beasts of the earth after its kind, and the cattle upon, or the cattle after their kind, and everything that creepeth upon the earth after its kind. And Yahweh saw that it was good. And Yahweh said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the seas, over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all of the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So Yahweh created man in his own image. And in the image of Yahweh created him, male and female created he, created he them. And Yahweh blessed them, and Yahweh said unto them, Be fruitful, and multiply, and replenish the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. And Yahweh said, Behold, I have given you every herb bearing seed, which is upon the face of all the earth, and every tree in which is the fruit of of the tree yielding seed to you it shall be for meat and every beast of the earth and to every fowl of the air and to everything that creepeth upon the earth wherein there is life i have given every green herb for meat and and it was so and yahweh saw everything that he had made and behold it was very good and the evening and the morning were the sixth day so a lot of things are going on on the sixth day mm -hmm. you know one <clears throat> man came came about uh, too. Uh, we definitely saw that there is a, a, a order of things. The order of things is no one was above man. Man was above well, man and woman, but no one was above because then everything was below. So if man and woman have dominion over the fish and the sea, and every, pretty much everything that moves around, then... But you don't have dominion over me. No, I don't have dominion over you. I and mean, I don't have dominion over you. No, you may help me. Yep. So that's just an important thing to say, because a lot of people confuse, and they think the Old Testament has to say that, oh, men over women. No, ah, no. Big stick. That's not what that says. Right. Because very clearly, very plainly there, he says, is that, you know, he created the them, and to have dominion over everything else, mm. but not to have dominion over one another. So we can control or should be have under our control everything out there. Right. Except for one another. And that's man to man, man to woman, woman to woman, woman to man. Because that is the free will piece. So what you're saying is... Animals don't have it. Nope. Animals don't have it? They have free will within themselves, but I am to have control over them. Hmm. So, pretty much what I'm hearing is we're all, we're all unified. Man, every, every man and woman that's walking around this, this earth, every child, we're all on the same playing field, no matter culture. I'm going to stop you right there. Okay. And that's just because it's skittered through my head, and I'm going to apologize. But this makes so much sense. Have you ever tried to tell a toddler what to do? 
Okay. Uh, this is a perfect example of how you do not have dominion over anybody. Okay. Any one person. Because you will learn quicker than anything else that a toddler will tell you no. Easy. Easy. And jump on things. No, but I'm just saying, that to me is just a cute example. I was thinking about Bethany today. So, yeah, that's a really good example of you don't have dominion over anybody. No. I could scare you into making, into enforcing my will on you, but I will never have complete control over you no. at all because you can freely think and freely do what you want. And just because I told you feet on the floor 15 times today does not mean that you're not going to climb back up on my kitchen table. Yeah, and that, that, that and we, we're experiencing that. And we're learning that, well, definitely every child is different. So even in our household of seven, uh, we have seven, that's correct. I know you're tired of thinking, wait a minute. So, okay, yeah, we have seven. And each, each child is different. Each mannerism is <laughs> different. Each want, need are different. Um, oh, yeah. And just learning, just learning what their everybody's what personality type. personality is it doesn't mean that our love is different it's all the same which brings me to god's love yahweh's love his love is just like a parent who you know as we as we dig into this um and as we really peel back the onion you'll see where yahweh even though he may not want, or do I say punish? Uh, I don't know if that's a good word to use. Um, but he is very stern. And when he does something, and when he moves, Well, and it almost it. seems kind of like he learned, too, along the way. And I'm not trying to take away from God. Please don't bash me on that one. But kind of like he learned, too. Like, you know, he spoke Aaron's sons in front of him. Oh. Yeah, he straight up smoked him. Yep. Okay. And then he learned... Okay, and he flooded the earth. Of course. He took out everybody. Yep. And he smote a couple of people. And, you know, he kind of had to learn a little bit of... It was a process, I think. Of things. So maybe with your first kids, you were on top of that. And then, you know, there's all those memes out there by kid four. They're, you know, lucky to get food <laughs> thrown at the tray. They don't really... Nobody's spoon feeding them and wiping their little face. You're just throwing food up there and hope something makes it down. So that's kind of how, <laughs> in a way, that's kind of how God was. He went from being like on right. it to being like, okay, and, and it's that's, a learning and experience. Maybe we're not saying he's loosen, he loosened up his reins Or that control. he cared any less. No, okay. don't get me wrong with that. Because yeah. you didn't care any less with kid number four. You just realized that you don't have dominion over that. Right. But <laughs> but because we're, we're seeking Yahweh, because we're um, looking for guidance, looking for... Um, you know his light that lights our path um since we're looking and seeking him and and putting our faith into yahweh um you know faith without works is dead so if we're working our faith and allow him to work through us just as he he created man and created woman you know they had to learn how to just just live just just to figure out how to just get food yeah you know we are getting ahead of ourselves so i'm sorry for that i didn't and, mean to derail yeah and which brought me to thus is the heavens and the earth where earth were finished and all the hosts of them and 
And on the seventh day, God ended his work, which have, well, which he had made. And he rested on the seventh day from all his works, which he had made. And God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it, because that in it he had rested for all his work, which God created and made. So, this brings us up to the Sabbath day, which Rachel had brought up before. Resting. You know, so we, as at traditions, right? Tradition is we start on Monday and on Sunday. Or some people start on Sunday and on Saturday. But, as you can see, the Sabbath day, and Rachel knows those dates, 8, 15, 22, and 29. And those will come up repeatedly as we go through the Bible. And I don't know how we lost it. I would say it's because a lot of us didn't read it. Um, somehow we got converted over into Sunday is our day of rest. Um, and then the Hebrews are doing Friday to Saturday. So they're, they're observing the morning to the, or the evening to the morning from Friday to Saturday. But it's not on the Gregorian calendar. It's not a set day. That's where we go back to that, um, I know this sounds bad, but back to a lunar calendar, to God's calendar. Right. And look for your days. And you'll notice, like I said, as you go through this, they keep calling the days. He's never going to give a name to it because those are pagan gods that come in later that name our calendars and our, our days of the week and stuff. Um, so it's going to give you a day. It's going to say on day 8, we did this. And on day 15, we did this. And on day 22, we did this. On the day 29, we did this. It's, and, it's, it's, and it's all practice. Uh, it's, it's taking a habit. And it was set days because it is set days. Mm -hmm. It was set days for creation and a set day of rest. And there are set days for the month. And there is a set day at the end of each period to rest. And they and never change. As you can see, you know, um, we're we're just we're just two two couples that just we have a passion. We like what we do. Mm -hmm. We love what we do. Not like uh, yep. we we enjoy doing this. And uh, we like we said we was going to go from one one day one to day seven, um, and we hope. You got something out of this. I hope you definitely felt that that the spirit has moved you towards us to uh, to watch. Uh, maybe you never read Genesis before. Maybe you read a million times, but maybe we give you a little bit more enlightening to the first seven days because this is something that everybody's like, I know this story, I know this story, I know this story. So maybe we enlighten something, spark a little interest for the next time. And as we keep going through this, that's what I'm saying. There's a there's quite a bit in the first seven days I think we covered that might be a little bit different than what you're traditionally have heard. Right. Or maybe you haven't thought about. And if you've thought, if you are thinking on these things and you have any other questions or um, comments or something like that, I'd be more than happy to hear them myself. Right. And, and do, do feel free. And on that note, we do have a website. Go to jrpbnj.com. Um, go down where it says subscribe. Type in your email. Send it to us. We will get back to you. We're all under construction. We may not get back to you right away, but we will get back to you. Because we have children. <laughs> yes. And, and jobs. And, and, and J-O-B, the word of the day. J-O-B.
But this is a passion we are trying to walk out and hope that we enrich somebody's lives as much as we feel like our lives are being enriched. Yes, yes. Yep. And with that note, we are definitely glad you, you tuned in to us. Mm -hmm. uh, this is uh, Genesis 1, chapter 1 through Genesis 2 of 1 and 3. And we're going to be digging in again back into Genesis. So mm -hmm. uh, we look forward to seeing you next time. Yep. And um, have a great night. Have a great night. And yeah, and next time, hey, grab a cup of either coffee, milk, or something. And have you sit down with us? Sit down with us and just, just make it happen. Yep. All right. Thank you for tuning in to Jay and Ray PBNJ Comfort, Comfort Food, Food for, for the, the soul. soul. Stay blessed. Stay blessed. God bless.